Forgive us, Father, for we are about to sin and be very naughty boys. So, um, I mentioned that I'm dyeing my hair again in the group chat a little bit earlier. I noticed. But here's the thing. Uh-oh. Is my, my sister and her family got home before I was... Exp- like, they got home a lot faster than I expected. Um, so, right now, I have fucking blonde hair. Like, like, it's not like, like my hair was blondish before because I, you know, dyed it before and then the dye faded, but like, hold up, hold up. Let me, let me get you a video of this shit so you can see it. Oh boy. Fuck. Let me get a good angle here. Holy shit. Like, I think I might've left the dye in a little too long. Dude, that's fucking well. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it said so. The box I got said it would go down eight, like eight levels of color, right? And I was like, "All right, that sounds good enough." Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be putting in the per or the blue tomorrow. Blue, please. Blue. Yeah, you know, I gotta keep a little bit of Brandon with me somehow. That's how you keep me with you. Yeah, just fucking blue hair and picture of you that i keep duct taped under the the underside of my bed frame underside of your bed frame bitch i am like ceiling quality you know no, you absolutely are you deserve to be that picture on rusty's ceiling that clark falls through i'm not discrediting that but the things that i do when i'm and looking at your talk, picture since since you brought that up can we talk about the fact that they made it him and Audrey shared like a single bed and they made the grandparents sleep in a bunk bed. I think that was the best part of that fucking movie. Like, how was that? That's uh, <laughs> that that's what you make, call that didn't finding a solution. Sense. That didn't make any sense at all. You made this old man get into that top bunk. Maybe they just hated each other so much they were like, please don't make us share a bed. And they were like, that's the punch. You know what? We weren't going to make you share a bed, but then you start sassing off. Guess what? You're sharing a bed. Like, what? No. You didn't wax your upper lip this time. You're sharing a bed. <laughs> God, that that movie's great. So, uh, wait a minute. Hi. Wait a minute. No, it's, uh, it's, um, it's her, it's her mom that waxes her upper lip. Oh yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Yeah, not not um not Beverly D'Angelo. God, Beverly D'Angelo did not age well, did she? Neither did Chevy Chase. True, but no, let's be real here. No guy really ages well, aside that's from fucking true. aside from Paul Rudd. That's not true at all. Look at George Clooney, Brad Pitt. Let's see, I never found either of them particularly attractive. So because you're wrong. Look, man, here's the you thing. You found Chevy Chase attractive? I never said that. Well, that's what you implied. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, okay, you're, you're right. You're right. Brad Pitt and George Clooney have looked the same forever. Oh, another person who got better looking with age. Um, God damn it. Uh, Michael Scott. Um, oh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Thank you. 
You know who else did? You know who, uh, another Steve, Steve Martin, also Steve. got better looking with age. Right, but he came out he came out the pussy with white hair though. Also true, but there's a difference because then he just like grew into it even more, and he just I don't know, it, just got, it started working for me, like you know. It started working for me when I hit puberty, and I just started also, fucking slow stroking it. He essentially stopped aging. Well, yeah, because he came out the pussy looking like he was 87 years old. Yeah. Yeah. He looked older as a baby than he does now. Just astounding. Oh, I forgot I had a Stegosaurus coin from Jurassic Park. I am a Stegosaurus. Uh, Speaking of coins, I I have a little bit of a dilemma that I want to bring up with you, and I want to see if this is one of those... You know how Jeff has a like, are are we an asshole kind of thing? Is we the asshole? Yeah, right. I so no way. This that's, is... that's is we dumb? Yeah. Sorry, I got two things that Jeff does mixed up. Good. Continue. Well, is we dumb is a podcast that right? Jeff and I yeah. Like to listen to. Yeah. Um, but so, anyways, um, so I have I have a thing that I've done a couple times now, and I think I might be in the wrong. Um, how much money have you stolen from your gift shop? So I haven't stolen money, but it wasn't my money. Oh my God. Um, so there's a parking meter at the hospital and on multiple occasions. Now, anytime that someone puts in like change or like bill dollar bills and stuff, it spits out change as like, um, gold, like quarters, over dollar, yeah. like that, like oh yeah, 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 dollar gold dollars, and gold dollars, and the, sa- stuff. the yeah, sack yeah. of wins. yeah, yeah, exactly. On multiple occasions, I have seen that they have left their change, and it's always like five bucks or something like that in like gold coins behind, like gold dollars. Behind. Oh my god! And and you and being the smarmy asshole you are, just like oh hey, five dollars and change. <laughs> Yeah, is that, what you're, is that what you're getting at? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, well, I mean, they're not coming back for it because they've already driven off. And my thought process is, well, somebody else is going to take it, so why shouldn't uh, like I, someone else is going to be an evil bastard? Why shouldn't I be that evil bastard? Let me be evil for you. I will take care of it. You get to have a clean conscience. James, oh, Brandon, what am I going to do with you when I get down there and pin you to the bed and tie you up? I hope I hope I get a good old thrashing. <laughs> um, so, uh, for for our listeners, welcome to the show. Uh, man, I haven't said welcome to the show in a long fucking time. Welcome to the show. It's a shit show. Really, truly is. Also, uh, it has been forever since it's just been you and me. It really has. Or I you think, and I, whichever you prefer. Me and you. <laughs> I think, like, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, actually, let me let me pull out my trusty cellular device here and double check this. I don't, I don't think know that, why in my goddamn head I feel like you had one of those when you said that I imagined you whipping out like an old Nokia, but not yeah. like not like the brick one, the one that you pushed the button and it flipped open. Yeah, that's what I'm using. Yeah, man. That sounds about right. <laughs> so the here, here's the thing: is the last time that there was just two of us doing a recording session was about two weeks ago. It was just me and Jeff, right? That doesn't count. It doesn't count. Now, now the last time it was just you and me 
was and this was actually an this was one of those like segment episodes or segments that i had saved up for a rainy day uh was back in march but it was actually from a recording session back when it was just you and me wait so um, when was the last time you and i record like the you and like i sat f- down not one that we banked but one that um, we like when was the last time you and i sat down <laughs> it had to be back in september of last no. year no it was a little bit later than that it was uh it was very shortly after the halloween episode it was uh it was two okay. weeks it was, it was the week after the halloween episode that's right because so, you and i were talking about it, it was like ah oh, it's just the two of us yeah it was the episode where you told me i wasn't allowed to eat a fucking penguin and i still hold that against you i forgot that happened by ourselves that was That's just you one. and me, buddy. It was a great fucking experience. Aside from being told that I can't eat a fucking penguin. They mate for life, man. It just ain't right. So to humans, but, you know, divorce is a real thing. Yeah, I should know. How, how often? Yeah, but, you know, I don't think penguins get divorced. I think, I think they just get widowed after a seal eats them or something. Or a mark. Can you imagine just? I'm just, just imagine <laughs> you shooting up out of the water, mouth wide open. <laughs> no, I I have more of a mental image where I'm just kicking down a door and just walking in. All right, listen up, motherfuckers. Hold on, I'm gonna eat are one you, of you killing a wild penguin, or did you just kick in a door at the zoo? No, I brought the door for specifically to oh, kick it in. I was imagining these penguins like, what the fuck is this dude doing? And then like, bam, hey, motherfuckers, I'm going to eat you. Who's getting eight tonight? And you have that one gay Good penguin. when the ice burst. <laughs> oh, Mark, no, you didn't. I didn't get to finish because you were talking about the damn iceberg. But what I was going to say is you got that one gay penguin in the back one. Oh, he eating what now? Clicking on the evening. He going to eat something. Mm. Why is he got to be gay? Why can't it just be a, why can't it just be a, like a horny unserviced female penguin? It's like, my husband isn't full service. Why can't I eat out a gay penguin? Why is that? A, why is that an issue now? First, you tell me I'm not even. This <laughs> is going to a weird place already. Holy shit! It's going to a weird place. I like it though. Of course oh. you do, Mark. Man, okay. you, we should I, not be allowed to record just the you, you and I anymore. It gets well, real weird I, real fast. I feel really sorry for you on multiple levels, but most importantly because of this. All right, wait, wait, wait. Why do you feel bad yeah. for me? So, you know, my I just had my 30th birthday last week. Yes, I know. And I'm really sad that I couldn't be there for it. Yeah, I'm very sad that you didn't get to be there for it either. Um, because I would like to tell you something that Key, that Bailey, Key's wife. I know, I know who Bailey is. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. it for the audience. Oh, for the audience, um, right, right. I would Not like Bailey, to, I just would like, on. No, 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 no. I would like to tell you something that she brought up to everybody at the party that she wanted everyone to expound upon. Yes. She wanted to know what kind of kinks certain animals would have. Oh my god, I love it. And it oh, got fuck. so nasty and really weird. I... Just talking about what kinks animals are into and like, an- like 
you know. Ugh. That is right up my fucking alley. It is. It is. It absolutely is. I didn't get to enjoy the conversation all that much though because I was in charge of the grill. I was I was Jose was helping me learn my new grill. So Jose and I were out there drinking beers and grilling. Why Meanwhile, the fuck were you cooking on your own birthday? That's just that's some fucked up shit, man. Well, no, be, well, so one, I just got this brand new grill the day of my birthday. Like I had just finished setting it. Chris and I had just set it up. Oh, um, how's the, how's that that small bastard doing? I think he's pissed off at me, and I'll get into that a little later. Um, I was a tit tonight, and I was very inconsiderate of what was going on with him, and I feel bad about it. Oh, um, my God. But because I'm a selfish prick and things have to go on my time schedule, I didn't think about what somebody was. I didn't think about somebody else, and I feel bad. Okay, we'll get but into so that. Anyways, yeah, we'll get into it because it's not often that I come to the show and I've got grievances against myself. Usually it's you or Jeff. I don't have grievances against you ever. No, I'm talking about it yourself. Oh, no, I, just, I don't have grievances. I just fucking hate myself. That would be considered a grievance. <sighs> I'm not grieving about it. I've, I've given up on that <laughs> grief a long time ago. Okay, well, so anyways... Um, what were we talking about? So no, 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 no. We were outside. Animal we kings. Yeah, yeah. So they, I didn't get to enjoy the conversation nearly as much. Um, I only got to hear bits and pieces because uh, Jose Cause and was, I were grilling. You was grilling. But then Jose it's... did most. Of, like it got to the point where so many people showed up. I had to start playing host. Um, yeah. And then Jose, just being the amazing person that he is. Even though he just got off of work where he works like he's a pit like where he cooks, a yeah. Pit yeah. Not just a cook, where he is like a pit master and he's in the grills outside, it's super hot, and then he gets to my party and I'm like, Jose, I'm a dumb white boy and I don't know how to use this grill yet. Where is he working now? He works at Style Switch. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it sounds like it's a place a bar- I would never bar- shop. It's a burger joint, not burger joint. It's a barbecue joint. They do make burgers every once in a while. It's a bar mitzvah uh, joint. <laughs> it is. You want, we just go in there. And That's where I thought you were going with that. No, 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 no. Um, but no, it's a bar- it's a barbecue joint. When you're here in town, we'll go. Sick. But yeah, so um, essentially, so one of the animals, for instance, um, they were asking like, what kind of kink would a, a, an elephant have, and um. I, I I came up with two. So you're not wrong. You're, you're not far off. I said I said docking. Um, just just because it just made sense when you have a trunk like that. Um, yeah. And then also I said um, no 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 because it, it wasn't an elephant was trunking or docking, and then uh, hippos came up afterwards, and I said that they have a foot fetish because they're bitten to them big toes. God damn! I really wish I could have been there for that conversation. And it got real nasty after that. My two were very innocent on the scale of where it ended up going. Okay, well, tell us, tell us, where did it go? I didn't hear the rest of it, but I, you bitch, I was outside. I'm sorry. I'm sure Key can tell us the rest next time he's on here. Little, little fucker. Bitch. Yeah, you want to talk about grievances? That's where 87 percent of our grievances come in. <laughs> um no but so anyways uh to get into my personal grievance against myself and why i'm a selfish prick yeah 
Um, so, as you know, we said that we were recording tonight, which we yeah. are currently doing. As we are. I share a reco- I share a workspace with Chris because Chris sleeps in like his room is in the whiskey slash recording room. Right. Un- you know, until future and you know who knows what happens. Uh but so anyways, um so we have a shared space and he's in our chats. He knows that we're talking about recording and that Monday nights are recording nights. Um, I get home and immediately go see Jasmine and like catch up with her real quick, get my dinner. And then I start, and then I hit, I head to the room and the door's closed. Um, and so I knock on the door cause you know, I'm not completely inconsiderate, inconsiderate. I, you know, I, I knock. So I knock on the door, and Chris goes, Occupado. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, Occupado? And then it was at that point that I heard a woman on the other side of the door laugh. Did you cock block Chris? I cock blocked Chris. You bastard. Uh, and it gets So he answers the door wrapped up in a bed sheet. He's like, what's up? And I'm like, I'm sitting here holding my food and my drink, you know, my beer. I'm just standing at the door, and I'm like, Chris, it's Monday night. And he goes, yeah, what about it? And I'm like, I have to record a podcast. And he goes, uh, uh, that's tonight, isn't it? Uh, can you give me, like, ten minutes? And I'm just like, yeah. And he's still, oh, well, at first he was like, when are, we su- when are you supposed to record? And I was like, technically right now. And he's like, oh, Give me 10 minutes. And then I walk, I just walk outside where Jasmine's hanging out with the dogs. And then I tell her what happened. And I was like, she's like, why are you annoyed? And I was like, supposed to be recording the podcast right now. And Chris is getting it on in the bedroom. And and she goes, well, you're going to let him like, like, you know, you're not rushing him, are you? And I'm like, well, he said he'd give me 10 minutes. And Jasmine's like, Brandon. not that's not cool and i was like oh no i know i'm in trouble if jasmine's telling me that this isn't like (laughs) i fucked up and i'm neat and so chris is like getting dressed and like getting his stuff together because i guess he's gonna go finish the deed somewhere else and i know this is probably too much info to give about him and he probably wouldn't be thrilled about it but I figure I'm in the doghouse, so I might as well double down. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he's finishing up. Like he's just getting his stuff together, and I'm just like getting the computer set up. I'm like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I just figured that because I was like, I just figured because we were like in the same chat group and everything. Like you see all the messages, and he goes." do you think I was looking at the messages this whole time? And I'm like, well, I know that now. I don't know when this started. Like, to be fair, the message was sent out like three hours ago. It wasn't hours like, ago. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like it was sent out and it's like, oh, the, me- the, the signal went out. Gondor is calling for aid. I must go. 
<laughs> here's the here's the thing is I always that's the first thing I do on Mondays when I wake up. It's like yeah, the first thing you do is you, the first thing in the morning you all or when you wake up. Uh, well, I mean, not always, when I wake up because like I wake up at right, five right, thirty. Right, right, right. Like hour, but like you're considerate to like you message by like eight thirty nine o'clock. Like hey, who's yeah. in for tonight? And so yeah, he had a, he had enough time to know, but. But yeah, it just escaped his mind, and uh, I feel bad about it now. <laughs> Hold up, I'm on an elevator. You're on an elevator? Yeah. I'm getting, I, I have to get a couple of things out of the car real quick. Jesus, we're recording a podcast. And I am doing a side... The most in, this is literally the most important thing that you do. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. Do you have more for the story? Or are you done talking no, about being that's an it. It's a, cool. it's a developing story, so it could go elsewhere. Who knows? Yeah, fair enough. So, as um, of right now, I don't think he's mad at me. At least, if he is, he's not saying it, which makes me think that he definitely is mad at me. Here, here's the thing, bud. I'm going to be real with you. One, uh-huh. one best friend to another best friend. I'd be fucking pissed if you came in and cockblocked me. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things I would do for you, bud. But if you came in and cockblocked me like that, you and I, your your friendship, our friendship would be on thin ice, bud. I, but I mean, but what if you? But considering the circumstances, like Here, I understand if, if I just like cockblock you out of nowhere, but it's like, hey, man, like you know, this is the thing that I do every Monday night. Yeah, that's that's fair. I get I see where you're coming from with that. But do you know the last time I had someone else touch my penis? Yeah, but Chris is gorgeous, so he constantly has people just wow. all the time. Wow. I <laughs> I feel attacked and I do not appreciate that. I feel like you did that intentionally, but also I feel like you just were trying to hurt me. A little both. It was playful banter. Fair enough. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I kind of love this recording while on the go thing that I've got going on right now. Yeah. Well, Does also, the- and here's the, also, here's the other thing. If you were getting your funk on, on a night that we were supposed to be podcasting, I go, well, that's just more Mark, work Mark has to take care of later, so I'm not going to worry about it. I mean, no matter who recorded, I'd still be the one editing it, so yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I was actually really tempted to say, like, hey, you guys take care of it without me tonight, because, what well, with moving and all that. But, yeah, I was yeah, like, you know what? We wouldn't have had a podcast, because it would have apparently just been me <sighs> talking to myself. You know, I would be curious just once to get a podcast with just one of us talking. And just, like, I feel like it would just be, like, a whole bunch of one-liners and then just dead silence waiting for a, some kind of audience reaction. But we don't have an audience, so you know, yeah. Uh, so speaking of, like I said, I, I, I moved into my new place. I'm actually uh, kind of unpacking right now. Um, yeah. Luckily, I didn't bring up all of my shit because there's still more shit in the car. But I got the essentials out of the car, namely my computer and my pillows. Um, but so this, I'm living in a dorm now. I'm going back to, I'm getting the university experience I never got, which I'm happy about. Wait, but, you're uh, moving in, oh, that's right. You're moving into a dorm. I mean, technically it's not a dorm. It's a, but it's, it is referred to as student living because it's not owned by the college. But um, 
So the place has come fully furnished, right? I don't have to buy any furniture or anything like that. Problem is convenient. Problem we ran into is um, the shipment for a lot of the furniture didn't make it on time. So my furniture, aside from my desk, all my furniture's here. I've got my bed, you know, I've got my dresser, which it's small. So I'm just going to use it for my snacks because I'm that kind of guy. Yeah. And then... But yeah, like so we we don't have a t we don't have our like living room set up yet, which is fine. I'm not like I don't probably I don't plan on spending a lot of time around my around my roommates as it is because that's just how I am. Um, but in so so as a as a like hey we fucked up we're sorry they gave us uh, free parking for the entire month of July which is great it's because it's like covered parking parking garage type thing. Um, but the problem is. The one the one complaint I do have to, to file against this place. Um, so the bed size, like the bed, the beds, it's a, you know, it's a fucking dorm. Like, let's be real here. It's just a fucking twin size bed, right? But the thing is, is it is, sure. it is so far off the goddamn ground. It is. Yeah. Well, because it's for like storage, storage underneath, right? Right. Yeah. 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 And I get that. I did. I didn't come into that expecting that. Right. So, the 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 the, you know how tall I am. I'm six two, but the right. thing is, is is my legs are like two thirds of that height. Sure. So when I say that this bed comes up to my hip, oh Jesus! Like that's a good four feet off the like three and a half four feet off the ground. And uh, so when I first came in, I started moving my stuff in on last Friday. And um, see, that would have been two weeks ago for our listeners. Uh, So I I got in and I was like, man, I'm fucking tired. So I laid down on the bed, kind of took a little short snooze because I didn't feel like going back and dealing with five dogs. And um, I set an alarm and, you know, my alarm goes off and I'm like, all right, let's get back to it. And I, I go to just kick my legs off and, you know, start my day as I do normally. And uh, I, I fell (laughs) <laughs> I, f- I fell because I forgot that there was a four foot drop below me. And um, that actually reminds me of a story that it's very akin to something that happened to me in the Coast Guard. Okay. Man, I haven't really shared any Coast Guard stories on the show, have I? No, you really haven't. Not too many. I've got a lot of them, but this one, this one just reminds me of it. The, 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 the tall bed thing reminds me of it. So we had... Um, we had our barracks at the station when I was in Portland. And, um, so we each, so we had a bunch of bunk beds with twin size beds on them. Right. And there was this tradition that the, uh, people that had been there for a while had, and, um, that was to make all the new people sleep on the top bunk. Now the top bunk was about a, about two feet, uh, from the ceiling. Like it was, it was really fucking tall. Okay. And I, I, now given the ceilings were a little bit lower than the average ceiling. So it wasn't like stupid tall, but anyway, like I'm a tall guy as it is. So if I would sit up in that bed, I'd hit my head on the, the ceiling. Right. Okay. Now here's the fun thing is, um, you know, I'm pretty clumsy. That's just a fact of life. Very true. And what happened on like, I'd been at the station now for about three months and you know, like when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're just fucking like cotton mouth, you need water. Like you're, you feel like you're going to die kind of thing. Yeah. 
So I was like, I need to get up. I need to go get some water. And then I'm going to go back to sleep. Cause it was like two 30 in the morning. I didn't have to be up for another two and a half hours. So, um, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to run down, down the hall real quick, get my, uh, get some water. And, um, again, top bunk completely forgot where I was. So I kicked my legs off and stood up. Oh no. And on the way down, I hit my face on a, on a, a table or like a, like a, not a, a table, a cabinet that we had for our clothes and shit. I hit my face on the cabinet hit the back of my head back on the bed frame. And then as I fell forward, I smacked my head on the, the bedside table. So everybody that was in the unit that was sleeping in the barracks with me, uh, woke up because loud crashing sounds followed by moaning. Um, the lights come on, the lights come on. So I'm delirious and now blind. And I stand up real quick, hit my head on the bottom of the bed frame. And effectively knock myself out again. Um, so I wake up to smelling salts under my nose. And hey. uh, one of the old crotchety bastards that worked there. Uh, well, for the sake of the story, we'll call him, you know, uh, Petty Officer Richardson. Mm-hmm. His real name wasn't Petty Officer Richardson, but, sure. you know, but you I can't remember. His, I don't remember his actual name. So Petty Officer Richardson, this grumpy, like he, he was like 22 years in the military. Like he had been in for fucking ever, but he had never made it, but he had never made it past a, like a a second class Petty Officer, which is like the fifth level up. Okay. So like he, without, with, with how much time he had been in, typically there were at least a a first class Petty Officer or even a a chief Petty Officer, but grumpy old bastard never got anywhere most of us like I, I, a lot of us feel like he did it because he didn't want to get more responsibility i totally sure. get that that's that's my whole per like my whole mentality um so he's squatting over me like like it looks like he's about to take a dump on my chest where he's squatting with okay. a, a thing of smell a thing of smelling salts under my nose and he's like what the fuck were you doing and i was like i need to get some water and he's like if you ever sleep above me again, I'm going to beat you with a bar of soap in your sleep. And I was <laughs> like, okay. And he's like, now, get, now you get your little ass back in the bed and you stay there until it's time to get the fuck out of bed. And um, so I did. And the next morning I woke up and uh, uh, one of my eyes was not pointing the way it should have. Um. Apparently, they got a pretty serious concussion from it. Jesus. Uh, well, you figure you have four points of contact enough so much that it knocks you unconscious. So, yeah, I went to the, I went to our, uh, our like medical chief on site, and he was just like, yeah, I'm going to send you home. You, uh, you go lay down. He gave me an eye, he actually gave me an eye patch for my good eye. He's like, just till it resets. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. How the fuck am I supposed to get home? And he's like, oh, you'll be okay to drive probably. And I'm like, okay. So yeah, that was the time I knocked myself out trying to get a glass of water. Good job. I mean, you know, you woke up feeling like shit and ended up being worse off. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that like, like on one hand, it's like, like to our listeners, that sounds awesome. Like, 
Um, you know, oh man, you're so lucky you got to go home from work. Here's the thing is I had, I was, that was already going to be my day off anyway. Like I was going to be leaving and like, like at like eight in the morning, but having to go through everything with the medical chief, I didn't uh-huh. end up, I didn't end up leaving till like 1030. Oh, so like, like I ended up staying longer at work because of it. But at the same time, you know, it was good. I got, you know, looked at, found out I had a concussion. They, he patched me up. So that way I didn't, uh, you know, die. Right. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, fuck man. I, that's a memory I've forgotten about until just now. Well, it doesn't sound like it was too, too terrible, but yeah, I mean, no, it wasn't. I mean, it, definitely... could have been, it could have been way worse. You're not wrong. There is definitely things that could have gone way differently. I I walked away from it with, you know, a bump on my head. And for that, I'm very thankful because I didn't die. Yeah. Speaking of death. Um, oh, oh, boy. I'm just kidding. I didn't have I, didn't, I had nothing. Hey, well, we're off to a good start. We were having a good time and now we're going to get morbid. I mean, that's 98% of our lives, isn't it? Ninety-eight percent of what I bring bring up. So, you know, speaking of death, um, okay, in a roundabout way, you know what the you know of the Fallout games. I, I don't think you you say. I don't think you've mentioned you never actually played any, but you know of them, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, the whole premise is like, world falls into chaos after you know nuclear war, um, and uh, one of the things that you know it, it's basically. A, a collectathon, but it's not one of those that you have to collect everything kind of collectathons. It's just like, oh my god, there's there's so much shit to pick up, right? Sure. Um, one of the food items you can pick up in Fallout is called is a, is a cereal called sugar bombs. Okay. Now, sugar bombs is apparently either a a very popular cereal brand for um, companies to use, or mm-hmm. b it is something that ties together several different franchises. Okay. And, uh, I like to think that it's the ties together several different franchises thing. And here's right, why. Because Sugar Bomb is in a lot of things. Sugar Bomb is in a lot of things. Now, here's one that I believe actually might be linked because of the aesthetics of everything, right? Okay. Um, so one of the aesthetics, one of the key things about the uh, the Fallout universe is during the baby boomer era, you know, the 50s and 60s, there was mm-hmm. a lot of technological advancements using nuclear power versus you know gas power okay um and so a lot of things aesthetically were a lot more you know i don't want to say cyberpunk but not cyberpunk steampunk but like you know the old old crtvs and things like that yes like the the old tube tvs you know the ones that you turn them off and they yep make your hair stand on end right so there is one Disney Pixar film that actually uses sugar bombs in the film, and it has a lot of that same aesthetic as far as electronic devices go. Huh. And that one is The Incredibles. Now, here's what my theory involving sugar bombs is about the, with The Incredibles and Fallout, right? Okay. So, like I said, a lot of people were using the the nuclear stuff instead of you know gas powered electrical powered stuff like that mm-hmm. um which would in turn expose a lot more people to nuclear radiation 
which in turn might lead to mutations, which in turn could create superheroes, right? Sure. Which in turn would bring about the Incredibles and all of the adventures they have. Uh, my theory is that the Incredibles takes place within the Fallout universe or vice versa. You know, I don't want to say that, you know, the Incredibles came first, which or but like, but like where? Right before everything happened in the Fallout universe, right before the nuclear war happened. Yeah, but there's still like technological advancements and the Incredibles that aren't in Fallout. Such as? Well, I mean, just look at the like style aesthetics and stuff. Well, here, so here's the thing: is 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 the the aftermath, the nuclear explosion stuff that in uh, Fallout typically takes place about 200 years before the storyline of the games take place. So, what I'm thinking could have happened is because you know, like when the bombs drop, it's going to fuck everything. Up. Um, but if you go through like. If you go through the game in Fallout 4, there are a lot of stylistic aesthetics that do very much reflect in The Incredibles. Like, you know, in um, in The Incredibles, when they get that new fancy house and they've got all the the fancy, like, woodwork and all that that kind of make, like, the, the inverted stairway pattern and everything? Yes. They have a lot of stuff like that, very similar to that, in The Incredibles. Okay. Um, all... All of, or not in the Incredibles, in Fallout. All of the 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 cars that you see in in Fallout blown to shit. I'll give you that. Um, they all have that same like 1950s, early 1960s aesthetic that you see in the Incredibles films. Um, you know, uh, there's people first of so so there, that's a, that's definitely something there. I, I've run out of I, I've run out of reasons right. that they're linked. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hearing that. I was trying to let give you some breathing room <laughs> as to sell me on this idea that they're linked, but um, I think you're I think you fell apart. I mean, aside from aside, like my, like I said, from the the sugar bombs and then a couple of the and like the aesthetically aesthetic connections as well as like I do. I honestly like looking at at the way the Incredibles everything's going. I would say it's safe to assume that there might be nuclear power being used instead of you know gas power. No, definitely, definitely. But Incredibles is very much like in its own like ambiguous timeline where it's like right. there's a mix of 1950s, but also um, Mr. Incredible. At least in the first in the first movie, especially when he's still an accountant has a very 1980s boxy car. Well, not only that, he also has a fucking like nine like he has a, a, a like a, a an original Windows computer too. Right. So, yeah, I I I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. Um and another one that actually seems more likely that it could be connected with the Incredibles, um Calvin and Hobbes, the the comic series by uh Bill Watterson. Yes. Um also has sugar bombs. Okay. And and as with the Incredibles, it also kind of doesn't really fit into a particular time period. So I feel like it's entirely possible Calvin and Hobbes might have a connection to the Incredibles. I think if we're going to go this route, you have to look at the source. What came first? And that was obviously Calvin and Hobbes. True. So I think Fallout and the Incredibles are just imaginary scenarios created by Calvin. I think that it's safe to say Calvin caused the fallout. 
Um, except he didn't live in the fifties. When would you? When did? When would you say that Calvin lived? Calvin absolutely lived in the eighties. Okay, you know what? You're at. Yeah, that's fair to say. Just based on the way, based on I the mean, way. Look his dad, at how his parents dress. I mean, his mom is rocking full on nineteen eighties high waisted mom jeans. God, his mom was so fucking hot. Damn right. God, I would do filthy. It only ran for Calvin and Hobbes only ran for ten years. Yeah, I thought that it went way longer than that. No, but he. Yeah, no, Bill Watterson ended ended it very like pretty much just like told did what he wanted to do and then that was it. Oh yeah, he wanted never to stopped, end it. Never did any marketing or anything, like no product placements, no that's why there's no like Calvin and Hobbes stuff. Not yeah. official. It's true. Yeah, like he really like he I, I remember I I think I read an interview where he was just like, Yeah, I didn't want it to be one of those things that goes on forever and just gets worse as time goes by. Yeah, he didn't want it to be Garfield. Oh, man. Garfield has had some rough ones. But he's had good ones. Like, he's so had, much good. He has had really good ones. But he's also had some really hard ones. Yeah. Lately, it hasn't been great. The 3D revival of Garfield and Friends or whatever oh, the Garfield show. God. That not was good. not good. Yeah. But like no. Garfield and friends is great. Yo, some of my favorite memories from my childhood are reading Garfield comics. Mine too. With my, with my dick in my hand. I didn't do that. Well, you know, to each his own. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. Potato, potato. But, um, yeah, I feel like I think I you know, I now that you're you're saying it like that, I do think that that would be an entirely plausible like origin for both the Incredibles and uh all out. Cuz look, it has uh, Calvin constantly came up. He had Spaceman Spiff, um, Stupendous Man. Stupendous Man. He had all of like the um snow monsters. Uh, yeah. all the monsters that lived under his bed. And one of the one of the things that I think also, really Calvin kind of, was shown to be very philosophical, which falls into a lot of the like deeper context of Fallout. Yeah. Well, I feel like what Fallout could be in, in theory is, you know, a child all grown up that has decided that he's ready to make video games and feature some of his favorite boxes of cereal. I mean, that's also true. But like it, one of the other things that really points to the fact that it might be Calvin that made that like is making all this stuff up is like look at the name he gave for his own superhero persona, you know, Stupendous Man. Yeah. It's very clear. It's very clear he's not exactly the most creative when it comes to names. So Mister Incredible's not what that about far Spaceman off. Spiff? I mean, Spaceman Spiff. Sure, I'll give you that one. That one's a pretty good one. But like, like Mister Incredible would be a would, would very much be in that same vein as as Stupendous Man. Sure. I mean, it falls under like Calvin probably read Fantastic Four or something. So who's to say he didn't just keep it simple? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you look at the powers that each is the uh, each of the the Incredibles has and you have effectively the Fantastic Four. Yep. Except maybe Dash. But Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know. 
Yeah, the you Flash. Got a superhero team. You got to have someone that runs super fast. Have you ever heard there? There was this Tumblr blog years ago. I don't remember what the blog was. I just remember reading the uh, what's it called? Uh, like like the the the. It was a thing about about speedsters, right? Okay. And it was what it was would be really funny is that you have a a superhero team that you know they all claim to have these different powers. Like you know, one's a master archer, one's uh one's got super strength or whatever so like but each of them it actually turns out that none of them have the superpower they claim to have they're all just speedsters and they don't know how to tell anybody any differently so it's like you know the hawkeye version you know he's really good at shooting a bow and arrow when in reality he's awful with a bow and arrow but he just runs so fast he puts the arrow where he wants it to go and then goes back and catches the bow before it hits the ground okay and like you know the guy with super strength he doesn't actually punch really hard it's just he runs up and hits so many times so fast that it feels like a like a really big punch right um and i was thinking like it would be so great to get a comic book series like that because like one of the biggest things that you do that you that that, that is often overlooked as you know with superhero comics in my opinion is the mental part of it the mental stress that superheroes have to deal with from a day-to-day basis but combine that with this ridiculous fucking situation of a team of speedsters that don't want to like none of them are willing to admit they're actually a speedster Uh just you just have this a whole big a whole ball of anxiety because they know that they're a speedster and and their their partners know that their partners are like each of them knows that they're individually speedsters but they don't know the rest of the team is speedsters it's kind of like that that old thing about like you know someone wanting to make a TV show where you put one straight guy in a house full of gay guys kind of thing, but it turns or, out they're all they're all yeah, straight. Yeah, but here's the thing though: if you're a speedster, you would be able to see if one of your teammates was going super fast. Huh. I I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah, because you perceive if you're a speedster, the way that you perceive time and the way things move and work, like you're gonna see everything differently. So you would see, like, wait a minute, Hawkeye just ran about five hundred miles an hour and put an arrow in somebody. He didn't shoot that arrow once. Did Kenneth really just run up and punch that guy eight hundred times and yeah. try to pretend he was? What well, here's? But here's one counter argument I have to that. Okay. And that is everyone would be so focused on trying to hide the fact that they're a speedster, they wouldn't be paying attention to their speedsters. I don't think so. I think, I mean, at that point, how does anybody in the Flash ever know about any other speedsters? They'd get their ass kicked by one of them. So uh, you're going to tell me all the times that superheroes fight with one another that they're not going to notice that the dude that supposedly hits real hard one time is hitting them a hundred times. Look, man, I didn't write the blog. I'm just, I'm just quoting it here. No, I understand, but I'm just, you know, you brought it to be talked about and I'm just saying like, I, I, I didn't, like Brandon. I wanted I you like- to, all I wanted you to say was that's a great fucking idea, Mark. We should make that happen. But no, now you got to fucking shit all over my ideas. Yeah. That's why we're friends. <laughs> oh fuck! What did you think right. I was gonna do? Suck Be your like, dick and tell you it was a great idea. Let's do it, or put or blow holes in your f- bloody ship. 
Wow, that was a that was a great reference to one very specific part of Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that's a very specific part that a lot of people remember. I honestly don't remember much about Pirates of the Caribbean. I do, because I was forced to watch it a whole lot. You know, actually, now that I think about it, Pirates of the Caribbean was the first DVD I ever owned. Really? Really. And it was before I owned a fucking DVD player. The first DVD I ever owned was um, Spider-Man. Backdoor Sluts 7. Wow. I didn't tell Uh, people I owned that. (laughs) I hit it. (laughs) Well... Well, I just outed you. Uh, Mr. Philbrook, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you didn't know that he kept it sandwiched between he his mattress and his bed frame. He doesn't listen to this. God, that's my favorite thing when people ask, so does your family listen to this? No. I sure like, hope not. I have three people in my family that might listen to it, and it really depends on the day of the like on what like episode it is. Because like my brother surprises me sometimes. He's like, hey, I was listening to that most recent episode. I'm like, of what? Of your podcast. <laughs> Really? Why? Why'd you listen? (laughs) It was real funny. So the other day I got a message from Jeremy. um, From the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he messaged me and he goes, dude, I just got to the episode where, hold on. Let me, let me, I'm going to pull up the message because he, he thought it was so funny. Um, here we go. He said, he said, so I've been stuck in traffic listening to Mark talk about his 27 second jack sesh. <laughs> he just huh, laugh emoji, laugh emoji, laugh emoji. Wait, the one where I jacked it soft and came before I got hard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I need to put that on. A, like, I need to figure out a way to put that on a resume. <laughs> I think that only works for resumes for podcasts. No, no, no. Here's the thing is, is if you word things the right way, you can, you know, get away with putting, you know, anything on a, on a resume. Like I had a friend that used to tell me how efficient do you think? Yeah. How would you tell, uh, tell me about how efficient you are? Where, where's your efficiency level? Uh, well, sir, um, I jacked it in 27 seconds and I wasn't even hard yet. (laughs) I'd leave. Wow. This guy, man, (laughs) I'd leave out the part about me jerking off. I'd just be like, you know, I I I get projects. I bring cl- projects to climax before the stress starts to set in, or something like that. You know, I'm not super yeah, but good what, at what, what does that mean? How? What kind of time frame are you giving me? And you're like, oh, 27 seconds. I mean, whatever you think of as a normal time frame, cut that in half. Oh my god. Hold on a second. So you're gonna tell me that twenty-seven seconds is half for you? Depends on the day. But it depends on how close it is to uh, being work. Depends on how late I forgot to set my alarm. Yeah, all these things matter. <laughs> Alright, now Mr. Walker, th- you you have something on here about uh about finishing in 27 seconds. What exactly was that? Oh yeah, I was uh man, you know, I was I was about to go into a really stressful situation and I, I said, you know what, I need some clarity. So I just whipped it out and beat it soft. To to completion? Oh yeah. 
He calls up his boss. Dude, we need to get this fucking kid in here now. He's a fucking badass. This guy is a fucking genius. He's going to increase our uh, our productivity timetable by fourfold. Fourfold? What kind of, what kind of voodoo magic is he working? No, 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 listen. You know, he beats it soft. What? He climaxes. He climaxes soft. <laughs> get a get a meeting with the bot like the big boss on the first day. All right, son. You smoke cigars? Uh yeah, yeah, why? Light one up. I need you to tell me about this slow soft stroke. Um Can I talk to HR? I am HR, son. Okay. You want the job or not? Yeah, I mean I mean, can you put it away, please, sir? Let's talk about the job first. You're already doing it wrong, sir. You've gotten it out. You're already hard. Sir, you're already hard. <laughs> no, no, son. I'm I'm a natural seven inches soft. And that is when I... That's when I find my true calling in life. That's when you fucked your boss. That's when I bend over and just let him take it. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. So... HR? <laughs> no. So I was, uh, so as I've mentioned, I was house sitting, or I was dog sitting fi- uh, five dogs over the last couple of weeks, like over the last 10 days. Drove me insane, right? So yeah. um, today was the day I took three of them back to their house before I flew in my car. Yeah, put them down. <laughs> oh, no. No, so um, I get in the car, I load them up, and I'm taking them back to their, ho- their house. And one of the dogs has really bad, bad like separation anxiety. Which is which is really fun to deal with, um, yep. but he's also very vocal. Uh-huh. But usually it's just like you know, just like whimpers and it kind of things. And yeah. then we were, we were driving back to his house, and I shit you not, this dog went, oh yeah, but obviously not like a deep throaty man does it. Sure. About crashed my car because it scared the shit out of me. I would, I would have too. Yeah, and then I looked at him and I said, "Can you fucking talk?" And he looks at me and he goes, "What the fuck do you think, bitch?" I was like, "All right, fair enough." And that's when you're like, "Oh shit, this dog's actually perfectly normal. I'm the one that has an anxiety, having anxiety attack." Oh god, don't even get me started about that. Oh, here's something fun. Here's a query for you, fun little tidbit, if you will. Okay, so here's here's something that I found out recently. Um, okay. Coconut milk or coconut water, whatever you want to call it, the from actual coconuts, not the processed shit that we put in coffee. Sure. Um, coconut milk can be used for blood blood transfusions. What? The apparently the chemicals in coconut milk are very much. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like. It, it, it it's pos- it, it's a, a a a suitable substitute for actual blood if you don't have it available, right? This is news to me. Right, news to me too. I found this out the hard way. But here's what that could How potentially. How did you find out the hard way? Did I say I found that out the hard way? You did. Oh, um, hold up. Let me let me pull up this fact the factoid for you. Okay. Where's this okay. fact coming from? Um, hold up. And are you bullshitting me? I might have been bullshitted, but hold up. (laughs) 
Somebody might oh, have so bullshit. You me. might have bullshit been bullshitted. I might have been gaslit. Okay. So apparently it, it's not like the optimal thing, but it has been used for blood transfusions in the past. Back in the 40s, um, there was a doctor in Havana that used it to basically save 12 children's lives. He gave Havana, them. Oh, um, the big the biggest thing about it is is the coconut has to be around like seven to eight months old. It has to be still sealed so that the coconut the coconut water inside is still sterile and all that. But in a in an emergency, it can be used as a Have blood substitute. Have you ever smelled a bad coconut before? No, like not like at the store. But I'm talking like you found like a wild coconut, and you ended up cracking it open only to find that it was bad. Here's a fun fact for you. I'm not a huge fan because of I've done that and it smelled like death. Mm. I thought anyway. I was going to die. I was like, I, I hate everything. I hate this. <laughs> I gagged. That was a fun day on the beach. I don't drink coconut water. I don't actually eat coconut either. I do both, but I did not that day. I just smelled it. Mm gross um so with the thought of that coconut being a good substitute for blood i and actually have a question for you do you think it's possible that vampires living in the tropics where coconuts grow have started pretending for a moment that they exist do you think that they would use those as an alternative to sucking blood from humans and or other creatures it's a fascinating question. Well, if it can mimic, or if it some, I think it comes down to. I think it has to come down to. Well, what is it about blood that vampires need? Right. Is that no. in the coconut? Is that part that's in the coconut, or is that still devoid? Because coconut milk is not. If this is no. true and to be to be believed, right? Um, what is it about coconut milk that makes it? A, an okay substitute in dire situations right um now here so so with that keeping that in mind i like to think that there is a subculture of vampires out there from the tropics that are well, you know vegan. 100 they're <laughs> vegan there's a vegan group of vampires and whenever they, they go to the visit, vv the <laughs> we're the v we're the vampires. Um, the, v, the the VVA, the Vegan Vampire Association. <laughs> I like to think that they'll occasionally go to visit their cousins in the north, you know, in Europe and all that, and just be absolutely horrified when they sit they down like, to dinner with them. And they sit down to dinner, and they're like, oh, here we go. We got to listen to fucking, uh, uh, what, say, like, vampire name, whatever, some ridiculous. And they're like, oh, we got to sit here and listen you mean to like like Vlad? Yeah, well, here we go. We got to listen to Vlad talk about how he's vegan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, if it's a tropical vampire, it'd be like Chet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go again. Chet's going off about fucking coconuts again. <laughs> and, but here, here's so here's an actual and interesting thing. Um, there's actually no vampires in Africa. What? What? So, Wait. so like, like you got the tropical vampires, that, you know, South America, okay. the islands, things like that. You got the European vampires. There are no vampires in Africa Why? because somebody already blessed the rains down in Africa. 
That's disgusting. I hate you. Hey. It was awful. I should have seen that. Hey. Coming. As soon as you said it, I was just ashamed. <laughs> but no, but like, Got if you really. Like, you never really hear stories about vampires in Africa, though. I think because they probably go by a different name. There's a lot. Every culture has some sort of like a vampire, vampire element to it in their culture somewhere. Oh, shit. You're right. They got, they're called the, uh, oh, I'm going to butcher this, but it's a Oba, Oba, uh, Obayifo. Obayifo. Okay. Um, it's a vampire like mythological creature from West Africa coming from the folklore of the Ashanti. Mm. Uh, it's also known as the Asaman by the Dahomey, uh, the Dahomey people. Um, let's see. They're described as having shifty eyes and being obsessed with food. It says they're. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. It's said when they travel at night, they emit a phosphorescent light from their armpits and their anus. Wait, from their armpits? Well, maybe that's how they fly. Their armpits and their assholes. And that is amazing. Well, Mark, I mean, you have a butt plug that glows in the dark, so I mean... No, that one broke. Oh. I clenched down too hard on it. Oh, so now it's just permanently. You just look like a little lightning bug all the time. Yeah, it's my little lightning butt. Oh my god! Fucking show, Jesus Christ! What show was that again? You and I. Oh, our show. Yeah, we're we're dumb. Um, our so I do want to leave. I do want to leave our listeners. <laughs> Just with, leave it at that. I do want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to leave our listeners with one final thought for tonight. Um, okay. So in the animal kingdom, there is a very specific uh, trait that, that can help you tell apart uh, carnivores or rather uh, the, the predators versus the prey. Right. Okay. And that is the position of their eyes. Most prey, which are herbivores, etc., have the eyes on the side of their heads. Sheep, cows, horses all exhibit this, uh, as as well as most wild deer. Now, predators have forward-facing eyes. If you look at lions, tigers, bears, oh my. Oh my. Yeah. Um, they all have forward-facing eyes. Now, there is a creature that uh, was that was, you know, brought to existence back in the 90s that uh found its way into many children's homes and uh, became the bane of many adult, uh, uh, many parents' existences. And that was the Furby. Eyes very front facing forward. Yeah. That's the thing is, is Furby was definitely a fucking predator. Oh, absolutely. Furby is an alien predator that has brought itself into our homes by looking cute and also disturbing, but that's part of its allure. And uh, it lulls children into a full sense of security through ownership, and then it devours them in their sleep. God, those things were fucking creepy. I remember, like, even I still after you can't t- get over that one video of that dude who like fried it in a microwave. It's still the most terrifying video I've ever seen. I've never seen that, but oh, it's um, crazy. Like my uh, my neighbors had a Furby who they took the batteries out years ago. Like years before and it still would keep talking but it was like that creepy like deformed like 
batteries are dead kind of talking, so it'd be yeah. like hungry. Yep. God. So so listeners. Haunted. So listeners, if you have a Furby at home, kill it. Burn it. Kill it before it kills you. Kill it until it's dead. Today. Oh, All right. Good, well, Mark, that was, that was a, a hell of a final, final closing note to leave on. I figure we should start doing closing notes, you know. I agree. I think that's fine. It's good that we get to workshop these things together before the idiots ruin everything for us. Brandon, we are the idiots. Right. We're going to ruin things for us. We already have. I've ruined everything for us. Yeah. You yeah. sure do. I can't help it. That's just the way I roll. <laughs>